Hey friends. Welcome to the Field Guide to Particle Physics. This is your informal guide to the subatomic ecosystem that we're all immersed in. Today we are talking about the neutrino. As the proton has the neutron, so too does the electron have a neutral partner, the tiny neutral one, or the neutrino. Unlike the proton or the neutron, which both interact via all of nature's forces, the neutrino only interacts with the weak nuclear force, making it truly hard to measure. The neutron, you might recall, is a composite particle, which affords it a rather large magnetic dipole field. The neutrino, so far as we can tell, is fundamental, which means that we can only detect them via the weak nuclear force. And this means that the percentage of the neutrini detected is mind-bogglingly small. Almost every single neutrino passes straight through the Earth, undeflected. We can measure neutrini only because there are a lot of them out there. Like electrons, they are stable particles, and they are generated all the time in nuclear reactions. Fusion in the core of the sun is a huge source of neutrini. So are radioactive decays of heavy elements deep within the Earth. So is the nuclear fission in power plants. Even outer space is chock-a-block full of neutrini. The neutrino comes in three flavors, each partnered with a charged lepton. The electron has its electron neutrino, the muon has its muon neutrino, and the tau has its tau neutrino. The neutrino is far and away the lightest massive particle ever discovered. Its mass is so small that experiments haven't even been able to pin down its value. Their mass appears to be less than a single electron volt. It's not even known which of the neutrinos is the heaviest. The neutrino is so light that it was originally thought to be massless, but some rather clever experiments have now ruled out that possibility. Why we know that the neutrino has a mass without knowing what that mass is has a curious, if convoluted, explanation. There are three kinds of neutrini, each with its own mass. But here's the thing. An electron neutrino is a combination of all three kinds. And so is the muon neutrino. And so is the tau. In other words, the neutrino's identity is a total mess. And this was a major source of confusion for a long time. What we now understand is that there's a difference between the mass of the neutrino and its flavor. You know, electron, muon, tau. This is the only known fundamental particle species that has this property. To make things even more complex, we don't even know if the neutrino has a distinct antiparticle partner, like the electron, or if it's its own antiparticle, like the photon. Untangling the identity of a neutrino is tricky business, mostly because they can change from one flavor to the other without changing their mass. And this means that neutrini don't decay, they oscillate between flavors. To measure neutrini, you need a big tank full of a lot of atoms. Your best bet is to hope that a neutrino will collide with a nucleus in one of those atoms. Many neutrino detection experiments have used water, sometimes heavy water, where the two hydrogens in each water molecule have an extra neutron that gives the neutrino a slightly bigger target to hit. 
One particularly ambitious experiment uses a large portion of the glacial cap of the Earth's south pole as a detector. There are many different methods, but one is pretty simple. A neutrino will hit a nucleus, and that collision will produce an electron, a muon, or a tau particle. Those particles can then be detected as evidence of a collision. Experiments are sensitive enough to determine which neutrino comes from which fusion reaction in the sun, or in the earth, or, or in power plants. Neutrinos were instrumental in observing the supernova 1987A, whose detection through telescopes coincided with a marked uptick in neutrino observations. This has been an installment of the Field Guide to Particle Physics, a copyrighted production of the Poseidon Institute. Thank you so much for listening. For a full, free, online copy of the Field Guide, please visit our website at poseidon.org or follow us on Instagram. We've got a lot of other resources for you there. At the Poseidon Institute, we're on a mission to build and share physics knowledge without barriers. Come learn with us. 